Welcome to the Martin Times Malcolm podcast interview series. It's a little different today where we're going to actually do something brand new, different, and it's going to be um, fun. I think that a lot of the conversations you guys are used to hearing us on, you're used to hearing us talking about different topics and stuff that's already been created as uh, far as the questions. But today we have a special guest and we're going to get a chance to get to know her and a little bit know, uh, about her art story that she's telling through her art and uh before i continue talking i'm gonna just let her introduce herself well my name is osa the more that's o-s-s-a-t-h-e-m-o-o-r um i am a recording artist writer producer all of the above anything creative i just love creating it's a beautiful thing i think that um creative art is a very important thing to have right now um I feel like we're in a renaissance of sorts, like where people are able to go out and create things that are for them, create things that are of themselves. And not only are we in a period where people are creating art at a faster pace, higher quality art, we're also in a phase where people are consuming that art as well. Podcasts are growing, um, listenership, if that's a word, is growing as far as um, podcasts, music, all sorts of genres. And um, I'm excited about this because you're telling a neat story from a unique perspective that a lot of people are gonna need in this day and time as we move forward, learning the way to deal with culture, learning the way to deal with the spiritualities that we have, the lifestyles that we have, um, because culture encompasses everything. And um, my thing I wanna know is like, what, what even got you here? So like, when was the first song you ever made? Like. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, the first song I wrote was called As Sweet As You. And it was a love song. And I was probably 11 or 12 when I wrote that song. And I was just in, I just liked the idea of putting music, you know, like putting music together, like putting sounds and saying certain words, because that's that's all I felt when I first heard um, like R&B. I wanted to write that. I wanted to sing it. And I. that's just how it got started. You over there um, writing them love songs, like them old school yeah. artists. You got the old school <laughs> And it wasn't, and I hadn't even experienced it. It was just the fact that I heard it. So it was kind of like almost copying in a way. Yep. So it's like, okay, well, this artist wrote this song this way. So I'll get, this must be what a love song must sound like. So that's how I started writing it. A lot of artists uh-huh. stole it. So I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not surprised that, you know, some of the art that we have, really appreciated the most has been inspired by other arts. So, you know, I, I do wonder, you know, when you were young writing these love songs, like what were some of the songs that you were listening to? Um, I was definitely listening to a lot of Boys to Men and a lot of Baby Face, but that had to do with my mom because she liked to listen to that. Yeah, we always, um, also the, parents, the parents always at fault, you know? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so it was um, when I wrote that song, As Sweet As You, I wrote that after hearing Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You. So they had this breakdown and the, towards the end of the song, you know, where they go in and they do all the running thing. And I was like, that, I want to do that. So <laughs> I went, wrote my first song that same night after hearing that song. And I said, and I was like, I'm just going to write this. And that's how it works. And Did I you make it for anybody in particular or were you making it just for yourself? Who you- I, I made it for, my, for myself to sing, but there was no, um, 
Like there was no, oh, I'm thinking about this boy. It was nothing like that. It was literally just because I wanted to make that. Right. Wow. Did you let anybody listen to it? Um, they, I mean, they heard like when I sung it acapella, but I didn't, I didn't have any music to it. You didn't, I didn't record know it. Okay. So this was like, you wrote the lyrics and you and had, I, knew, it I know how it sounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so it was in your a head. lot of my earlier, yeah, a lot of earlier songs have no music to it, but I know how it goes even to this day. Well, it had music to it. It just was in your head. Like, I, I mean, I, I may not even know that music. If I don't hear it in your head, but I, I mean, I know what you mean, though. I mean, it, it was definitely there. It's just like uh, people say that when you're reading, you're really talking to yourself silently. Mm -hmm. So um, if you mm -hmm. had to describe your style, though, what would you say? Well, how would you describe your style lyrically? Lyrically? Hmm. See, I like to, well, I like to think I'm, I'm unique, but I'm pretty sure there are other people that do the same thing. I'm kind of like a mix of conscious, but it's like, conscious in a pound because uh -huh. that's just what I grew up around. So yeah. it was, um, it's kind of like whatever comes to my mind because most of the time when I'm, even if I'm writing raps or whether it's a song, it's like, there's a picture in my head. So really I'm writing to pictures. And so if I hear like, um, like one of the, you know, anything like Osa burned down this old house, trying to find a way to get herself out. Like I'm really seeing that in my head as a picture. Like I'm writing down the image I see in my head. Mm. So that's how I know, like if a song, I was like, okay, if I like the song or not is whether or not I can see an image. Mm. So, I mean, it's obvious that, you know, the image is inspiring your style. Um, did you get that from anybody? Or is that, is that just something that came to you? Like, where'd you get that from, this, this approach? I've always seen music as images. Like mm. even before me, like if I hear a song, I, I see the story in my head. I don't, um, it's not even like imagination. It's almost like a projector. So if I don't have that projector feeling or that vision, then I don't know. Like I can't continue writing the song because there's no other image to go with. Mm. Does this influence other areas of your life, this approach? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just a lot, probably a lot of decisions. Like if I, if I can't see myself um, doing something, then I'm like, well, if I don't, if I don't see how it works, how it would work out of my mind, I won't. Mm, I like that. That's pretty dope. Um, is, I mean, so many things that I can imagine um, allow, you know, when you see an image and you can create from that image and it allows, because an image is instant, you know, uh, it's almost like now mm -hmm. you get to create at an instant. Also, I've always wondered how people are able to, you know, write music at a fast pace, like people who are really good at it, like, like move through it. Is there anybody that you look up to as far as style, like that you'd be like, you know, looking up to that? Like, yeah, yeah, I like that. Dead or alive? Yeah. They ate. I don't even know about this dead or alive. Uh, they exist. The music. I know. Right. I, I know. Well, well, earthbound or not, I don't know we say that. Um, yeah, yeah. For my style, I I really love, um, for Alive, I love Missy Elliott. Love her yeah. visuals. She's um, always somebody that I feel like, wow, she really got creative and she really um, honed in her skill. Um, left Eye, I used to love how she was, you would hear like different inflections in her voice. Mm -hmm. But, and you heard the story. And that was important to me. It was like, I need to understand what, 
you know, how how are you feeling it? I need you to explain it to me as if you're telling a story. You're the first person to ever even made me think about how Left Eye used to really use her voice as a, uh, another instrument almost. Like she couldn't do it as much as you hear uh, artists doing it today, but she definitely, now that I'm listening in my head back, like, you know, she had a lot of cues in her music that would make you be like, man, I knew she knew that the people were gonna like her song when she made it because she's playing with her voice and stuff. That's, I never even thought and about she, that. Yeah, and she also wrote like, you know, she is like she did the same thing. She did everything, whatever her creative mind was. That's what she jumped into. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, and I gravitate towards artists that do that because it's more about thinking outside of the box. Like one of my favorite writers is Neo. And I always say that Neo's the baby face of our time because he would write these. It, it's just like you would never think the way that he writes and how he's telling stories. Like, wow, I never would have thought about it that way. Even if it could be something he's just writing about sex, but it's the it's the way that he's writing about it or the way he writes about relationships, which is something you never like you don't hear in today's R and B because everything is like emotional versus actually trying to connect and tell a story. He is different, and uh, that storytelling is important. Mm -hmm. uh, that sets him apart. Even in our generation, he's definitely an all time great, like uh, all time great as a young guy. So I can see that um, you make several you know, spiritual and cultural references like in your music from time to time. Like I hear it. I'm sure that people who listen to your music hear it too. Um, any of uh, those references that you care to share? Yeah, I mean, it's not a secret because I feel like we're all spiritual people. Like you can't, even this to me, this plane is a spiritual plane. So even though we'll sit here and we'll say, well, we're on earth and we're earthbound, like, yeah, but this is also, you know, it's also a plane. And I feel like we can't, we can speak on different things. Even, I don't know, I'm sorry, I'm just like, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm that's what happens with, with the it. connection. Go, <laughs> like, go and that's I'm like, now I'm trying to figure out how do I get the image, how do I get the words to the image? Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's, for me, it's like you, we are a cultural people. So no matter what you're, we're just talking about our daily experiences. Like for me, I'm a spirit being, I know that. So everything that I do, I whether it's music, whether I'm doing art, I'm putting my essence into that. Mm -hmm. So part of that, um, being with the culture, even adding, you know, part of the language from Usabat, and for those who don't know, um, it is from, it stemmed from the Wafi and into Musabat, so that's the new form that we're in. I was like, well, nobody's actually inserting the language in. Like you'll you'll hear like African races and your other yeah. African um countries and everything, and they'll do it. They'll speak English or anything, and then they'll add their patois in. Right. So why can't we do it? I, so I, then I was I, like, I it shouldn't agree. be taboo. It's not. I I don't think, and it's also something that's gonna attract people to learn something that's different. Um, I think mm -hmm. that we always should use our culture no matter what our culture, I always feel that your culture is your greatest asset. And whenever I run into an issue, whenever I run into a, what should I do? I always use culture as the answer. So I'm not at all tripping. I mean, I love to hear the references. Now it's at home with me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, being a fellow Sabian at the same time, I think that a lot of people are going to benefit from what we have to give, not, 
by just referring to a culture, but teaching the lifestyle. Like when you're talking about how you pour yourself into your music and that's actually, you know, like a part of you and, you know, your whole approach. And that's the reason why you're willing to talk about who you are and be transparent in your music. That to me is, it's a beautiful thing for everyone to see. And I think that it's important for people to see more of it. Um, that's the reason why I, I get interested in knowing about how people display their culture and spirituality in, no, in their art, no matter what form. So the fact that you're doing it through the lens that you're doing it, um, it's amazing. Um, I mean, as far as the culture is concerned, what was it that even, did it ever take a moment of uh, a decision for you to decide to do that? Or did you start off, you know, making your music like that? Or was it something that made you feel like, I want to be fully transparent in my music? It was, I think for me, when I was younger, I always felt like I should, there's a language that I don't know that I should know. And so I, this found me, like, as far as Wusabat, it found me. And I learned the language and I was like, this is what I was looking for. This is what I was kind of scribbling as a child. And as I started incorporating music and I started learning about tones and I was like, okay, well, let's see, um, like, how can I translate what I mean? Because it's like the minute you say it, in Wusabat, it is, that's what it means. So when I say Ashuk and I'm saying divine love, mm -hmm. there's no other, there's no other interpretation because I just told you what it was. Like you can only hear the word Ashuk in the same way that when you, when we hear, you know, certain words in like say French, when you hear it in um, Spanish and it just is. Yes. Like there's, there's Don't not translate. really a translation. It so it's like, okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was, it's, I want to say fun. It was fun to say, like, you know, this is just what it is. It's just about divine love. So now you don't have to say, well, what kind of love? Like, no, we said I shook. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Or when I'm talking about the ancestors, that, that cuts out every other confusion that you're, you know, that anybody can try to do what they do with English, which is say, well, you said this, but this word actually means this. But it's like, yeah, but you know what I meant because there's mm -hmm. connotation and there's yeah. inflections and there's tone. And you know what I'm talking about. So now it's like, we're not even going to let you say that I'm talking about something else. Because unless you already know what the word means, you can't, you know, I just told you what it is. So that's what it is. Right. It's self-evident at that point. I mean, and that's how I think music is. Uh, when you listen to music, when I listen to music, I never think about comparing a song or artist to someone else. Sometimes people sound like somebody I like. Sometimes they sound completely different. But if they stand on their own making a song or making their art and it's good, I'm going to love that art. And um, that's, why, that's what I think that life is to a certain extent. We all borrow from each other to create who we are. And to have good people, good natured people around us, I think is very valuable. So who should listen to your music? Like who, who's going to benefit or who do you envision like listening to your music? Um, I think really everybody should listen to it at some point. Uh, it's good. It's like a wind down. I'm a wind down artist. So yeah, if you're looking for somebody who's going to like crump and take you to the party, that's not what I do. Right. I'm a, I'm a person like you're thinking at this point, everything is silent because you're, it's a personal relationship between me. It's going to take you inside. That, 
Yeah, that's I'm I'm here, you know, I'm speaking to you on a different level. We're not talking, you know, about party and all the cardinal things. We're talking about things on a different level. So my my music is for people who are looking to relax. Mm. But also still they're not ready to go to sleep. They're not ready to meditate, but they're just like, okay, I'm going to put this on. I'm going to clean up. I'm a, you know, check. It's, that's what my music is for. I want in the house. I mean, everybody's music. in the house right now. Everybody's in the house. Mm-hmm. This that this that pandemic music, y'all. It's that pandemic music. <laughs> you want to hear? You want to have something that's gonna get you through this pandemic, man? You need to listen to this, divine scientist. And it's um, just, it's just uh, wake up to yourself. That's all. That's the beauty of it. I mean, uh, people neglect lifestyle and life. I think that so many people before the pandemic didn't appreciate waking up, making the bed, drinking some coffee, tea, water, taking the shower, whatever. You know, enjoy those moments. Actually inhale those moments. I don't know if we all know how to do that as much because it seems as if once we were left with living on our own, having to be who we are without the construct of a job, without the construct of a hustle and bustle going out, that drew, drove a lot of people crazy. So anything that can help somebody with learning how to be comfortable with being who you are is great. And I think that that's what this also does too, is it is music that helps you be comfortable with being who you are. And I mean, there's a lot of people who are not comfortable with who they are. And uh, I think that, we're seeing the results of that while people are on quarantine. They're supposed to be on quarantine. They can't help themselves. They want to go out. You know, they, you know, so uh, I, I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, you're here to, to, to make music like this for us. And in a way you're kind of before your time, but where do you see yourself taking this? I mean, like, what you, where, um, what's, what, when do you know you, when do you know you made it? I mean, I think that I don't even think that there's necessarily making it because it's always evolving. So I just, as long as I'm able to evolve, then I'll continue to make music because there's so much. There's so many different topics I can talk about. There's so many styles of music that I haven't tapped into yet. So I see myself just digging into that, learning those styles of music and then making it my own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, young women and men, um, are out here making music, they're creating. Um, they also looking for people to look up to. Um, what would you say to a young person out here, you know, trying to create and they're looking for a muse or they're looking for a soundboard? What would you say to that person, that young man or that young woman? I would say just be- like, don't worry about the quality of the sound because those are things that you'll learn along the way. Um, don't worry about other people judging you because the people that are closest to you, even though they're friends and family, they might not understand it. Because the thing is, your message is always to a group of people that you don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. And your message in mind, like, for instance, if your message is to party, right, then actually dig into that. Like, what does it mean? Like, on the I would say on the technical side, like learn what it actually means to like really party. You know what I'm saying? What are the or partiers really like, doing I mean, when they party? Yeah. Like, or if you're, 
your message is like, well, I want everybody to have a free spirit. Okay, well, what does that really mean? And then what does that mean to you? And how are you relaying that to your audience? Because it was something that my dad said when I used to write music. I was like, I was like 19 at the time. And he was like, well, what are you saying? Who are you talking to in your music? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, well, what are you saying? I was like, I don't know. He's like, then why are you saying it? Mm. So <laughs> that, yeah, um, like that. it actually like made that, me. Yeah. And I was just like, because remember when I was 12 or 11 years old, I was just mimicking what was already out. Right. So I was like, well, I like the way that this R&B song is written. So I want to write something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, well, no, you have to actually tell people something. Yeah, you're writing these love songs, but what is it about? Mm-hmm. Your, your art grew up. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I think, um, I've seen artists, you know, Nas is one of my favorite artists. I watched him grow from the artist that made Illmatic to the artist that's made, you know, so many more albums. And um, I can only imagine what it would have been like, you know, to to have the art be a reflection of the person and to know that the person is evolving. You never should expect the music to not evolve. So um, you had to level up at a young age when it comes to that. And so it's good that the young people can hear what that is because some people might be in one stage or another and they're trying to level up. So I think that that's good. Um, but you also leveled up on another level, technically, where you went from having the beat in your head to making your own beats. So how did we get there? Mm-hmm. We got there because uh, <laughs> I, was, well, I was a teenager. You can't get other teenagers, teenage boys to make beats for you, you know. And I was just, what? I'll just learn how to do it myself. And then it became, I didn't like the sounds that I was hearing. So then I would search on sounds. And then it was like, okay, well, how do I make it make this sound? And it was weird because I actually was learning music theory and I was learning production all at the same time because I didn't have any of that. I didn't know. I just knew that this was it and I had to get it out. And how do I get what's in here out? Wow. And that's all that my entire music career has been like, how do I relay this? How do I make it sound better? So every time I do it, and you can even hear the progression from my entire album. If you listen to my album from beginning to end, you will hear the progression even in the style of the recording. Um, You'll hear the beats actually sound different. Mm -hmm. And then because it's every time I'm like, okay, I can make this. Oh, that was cool. Let me make it a little more complicated. Let me make it a little more smooth. So let me mix this a little better. And And I just let that all play out on the album so when you hear it you're just you're hearing the lyrical content which i was what i wanted focused on more so than the beats and then you're also hearing the progression in the beats even the simple ones mm-hmm. if you listen to the last track um one love you just hear it it's simple but if you listen yep. to that one versus power move though so they have two different sounds yeah or two different um, styles, almost. Amazing. I mean, um, would you make beats for other artists, or is this something? It's like this is just you in your own bag. Um, most of the time, it's just me. 
I would. I'm not opposed to it. I do like doing collaborations, uh, but I like to be involved. And I think that's, so I don't like the whole thing of, uh, let me just make a beat for you and then I never hear from you again. <laughs> like, I yeah. actually want to work and actually develop, you know, with that person, with that song. Right. So, like, you know, people want to hit you up. No, like, phone calls, DMs and all that, trying to just buy beats and just dip, you know, going to take a relationship, you know. It's, that's a culture. It, you got to learn how to do business. It does. And it's because the thing is, the music doesn't evolve if you're doing that. Because say I make a beat, right, and you think it's hot, but it's not. it's still not you because I didn't really make it for you. Right. I just made it, and you just happen to like it. So right. it's like, well, how do we incorporate that with your sound? Right. And that's just, that, those are the things that I'm interested in. That's actually making something, you know what I mean? You know, mm -hmm. actually grinding it out, creating it. Um, as far as grinding it out, what are you grinding out right now? What are you working on? I am working on another album. This one's called Acoustics. And I focus more on live sound. Mm. And it's just preparing. It's really preparing for the next album, which I can't wait for that to start working on. We that got album. another level up coming. <laughs> uh, that's that's exciting. We got another level yeah. up. Uh, when should we expect to get this acoustic? Acoustic. This one, um, you can expect it towards the summer. Okay. And this one's more exciting for me because even the content is different. So that's this one's awesome. more more empowering, in my opinion. Yeah, I like that. I'm excited about it because that's that, that's going to be around the time, you know, people going to need that summertime chill music, that, especially acoustics. That sounds like something good to listen to, man. That's going to, you know, um, I'm out here in Oakland and, you know, people go to the lake. They like to relax. They like to chill. So, you know, that type of music that you're talking about is right up, you know, that right up your way, right up the alley, you know. So um, if you could do a show anywhere on the planet, though, um, where would it be? Once this pandemic is over, I would do it in the middle of a desert. You do it like Burning Burning Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, I want festival, and not even not necessarily a festival either. But I would really like set up some stage and it'd be secret. Like you have to already know to even get to the concert because I like the yeah. I like you know just something different. That's a different experience. That's, ex you know, it's exclusive VIP, that VIP. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, honestly, like, it's it's really beautiful to, to know that, you know, there's people out here doing um, doing their thing like this, like creating and, and, and it has a purpose. Like, we just talked about a whole lot of things that don't necessarily have to do with, you know, the industry of the music, but this is actually what it is to create something. This is real art. This is not, oh, we just want to go make some money. So we gonna make whatever people listening to. Cause that could be good, it could be bad. I'm not saying that that's wrong to people who do that, but art is a totally different thing. And art is about the story. And so before I let you go, I want to ask, what is the story that you're telling now with your music or your art? The story, I think it's just continue to evolve. Don't let little setbacks keep you from achieving your goals, because especially with acoustics, acoustics is really proving that no matter what other people say, you can always prove them wrong. Like tell somebody like, I don't know, I guess if I can bring up acoustics or if we're running out of time, um, 
acoustics, the idea for acoustics came about because I kept hearing people argue that hip hop wasn't music. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, and it frustrated me because it was just like, I have to know scales and as a producer, I like, I have to understand how music is made in order for, you know, music to be heard. And a lot of people don't even understand they're not even listening to music unless you're sitting in front of a live band at a live show and not listening to music because everything is digital sound. Right. And it's, it's just, you know, people don't understand that creativity. Yes. You don't have to like everything just because somebody's creative, but you know, we, we come in and we really, we put our all into it is what I'm saying. Especially when you're getting people who have three, four five, six albums, and then you're saying, yeah, I understand you have all those albums, but that's not music, so I'm not going to listen to it. Versus, you know, and it's like, how do you justify that? Like, mm. how do you come? How do you come to an artist and say, well, I don't like what you're doing? It's like, okay, but that same music that you consider music was not considered music 50, 60 years ago. Jazz wasn't considered music. Rhythm and blues was considered music at that time because that was that opinion based on that population. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with hip hop. Hip hop has been around 50 years. So now you're telling me that is it has to be something people have to be able to find some type of connection to it. Even an, an acoustic sound, because really all music is is organized noise. Yeah. That's wow. just that's just what it is. You broke it down in a real way as far as the art. And um, you know, I'm excited for the, you know, new growth and evolution in the music and in the culture. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or share with the people who get a chance to listen to this interview? Um, I mean, you can visit me at osamore.com and support. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I, I definitely <laughs> want to let them know how to, how to find you. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I'll definitely flash on the screen. So anybody who is out here interested, you'll have the, you know, links, you know how to spell it and you'll know how to say it. And then now you can go out and get it, you know? Um, and other than that, man, like, thanks for, you know, making the time to come out and chit chat about your music. You didn't have to, but I think that is, you know, saying a lot about, you know, your own personality and your own ability to get out and, you know, grow. You said talking about as far as evolving and, I think that it's important for everybody to do that in different ways. Uh, step into their comfort zone and see, step outside of their comfort zone and see where they, um, see how it feels, see what's out there on that side of things. Um, in order to know all things, you have to know what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. And uh, over time, those things that you're not comfortable with will end up becoming more comfortable. So um, for me, some of the things that are uncomfortable that I'm getting more comfortable with is being live recorded, um, coming up with my own content and feeling confident in that. And I'm excited to see that there's people out here that are doing stuff like making their own music. I mean, not just writing the lyrics as you were when you were younger, but now you're making your own beats. You're telling your own stories and you're a master of that now. Like anybody who's going to catch on to your music, they're going to feel a real piece of you. And um, we can only be thankful for people who share with them, share themselves with the world like that. So uh, this is, you know, people, you know me as Nate, or you know me as Kefreye Sanana Tumre. And um, man, 
This was another Martin Times Malcolm episode, man. Just a special interview, and it was fun to do it. Any last words? That's it. I love you now. Go love yourself. That's what's up. I love you now. Go love yourself. That's (laughs) the word. Just starting off with them love songs. All right.